Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. The Graveyard Riddle, Chapter 36. Matthew and Jake caught up with me. Are you okay, Melody, said Matthew. You're crying. Am I, I said, quietly wiping the tears from my face. I hadn't even realized. I stood at the end of the alleyway, looking across the number one. I just, I just feel so stupid. Matthew and Jake were quiet for a moment. Come on, let's go and see what he's got to say for himself, said Jake. He won't be there, I said. I fumbled in my pocket for the key to number one. Go and see for yourself if you want. I don't need to. There was no way Hal was going to be there now. He knew that Jake and Matthew were on to him, and even if he had taken me a while, to, even if it had taken me a while to catch up, he would have made a run for it while we were all in the graveyard. Jake took the key, and they both walked up to the path to number one. I crossed the road and sat down in our garden wall. Hal wasn't a secret spy. There was no stakeout or, or. Worley tower branch or stolen kingfisher necklace. Everything he made that note. Yeah. Everything was a lie. A few minutes later, Matthew and Jake emerged from the house and they walked over to me. You're right, no sign of him, said Jake. But he hasn't stolen anything. Everything is exactly how it was before he we went in, said Matthew. I felt exhausted. All okay over there, said Brian. It was Brian. He made uh, all okay over there. It was Brian. He made his way down to the alleyway towards us. Yes, Dad said Matthew. Good, good said Brian t- brightly. I've just been, I've just popped back some more, some more milk for the tea tea break. Blimey, you three look miserable, Mister Corbin. Have you ever heard of M eighteen? Jake said. I I looked over at him. What was he doing? M eighteen. Well, I think it was like a secret service agency a long time ago, but it doesn't exist anymore, he said. Why are you asking? Someone told us they were working for M18. He said he worked with the Worley branch or something. There was... there. Where was it again, Melody? He said to me. Worley Tower branch, I said. Ah, well, that does exist. That exists, said Brian, smiling. It does, said Matthew. Who are they? What do they do? Brian laughed. It's a place, Worley Tower. It's a block of flats at the end of, of High Street, he said. Right. I'd better go get I better go get better go and get this milk. Brian went off to number nine and the three of us looked I don't know. And looked at one another. Was that where Hal had really gone? To this Worley Tower block of flats? What do you think? whispered Matt. It's worth checking it out, don't you think? Of course it is, said Jake. He can't go around telling Melody lies and taking food and making her feel bad. It's not right. That made me feel better, although it wasn't. Sh- I wasn't sure I wanted to face Hal. You were right about what you said earlier, Matthew. I said, I am gullible. Why do I trust people so much? Uh, I th- And then look what happens. Oh, I think you were right, Melody. You see the best in people and you're kind, said Matthew. And then look what happens. I get made... To look stupid. It's not fair. Tears began rolling down my face. Well, I'm going to have a word with him if you won't, said Jake. Are you coming, Matthew? Matthew nodded. Melody, he said, are you going to come too? Jake and Matthew looked very serious. Rather than 
laugh at me or make fun of me or make me feel silly. They were both angry that I'd been upset. It felt nice. Okay, I said. Good, said Matthew. Let's sort this out once and for all. And I can get my clothes back. (laughs) Well, he's probably like, I love that sweatshirt. (laughs) 